We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, it's Zach and Laura. This is Marriage Therapy Radio. Thanks for listening. Today we are talking about hacks. Hacks, marriage hacks. Things that you can do in your own brain that don't require a ton of energy, that don't require your partner at all, and have a large return on investment. And uh, it's one of my favorite things to do, uh, talk about, because um, it's a great way to do very little and get a lot of benefit. And since we recorded, I've thought of like three more so if you're interested in this episode and you're interested in learning more about marriage hacks, shoot us an email after we're done and uh, I'll be happy to share more. Okay. Stick around. Hey. Hi. Do you know what this is? Do you know what today is? You know what this is right now? What? Uh, we're recording a podcast. I know, but it's our 52nd podcast. It's number 52. That That's awesome. This was our, is that significant? This was our target. Is to get to well, yeah, 52. 52. Like we were trying to do a weekly podcast. It took us a year and a half, but we've got 52 <laughs> episodes now all right i think that's really cool congratulations i'll give you a distance high five high five um (laughs) yeah but you know they always say like you're supposed to do a podcast for a year before you figure out what you're doing that's true um, now we can now we can figure out what we're doing you know what would be really interesting is if listeners after listening to our podcast if you have suggestions like one of the things that we're toying with is the idea of bringing on other experts, somebody that might specialize yeah. in addiction, somebody that might specialize in sex, somebody might specialize, whatever. Um, so that's something that we wanted to do after we hit 52. If you're interested in that, cool. Send us an email, give us some suggestions. Um, if you don't like something that we're doing, tell us and we'll promptly delete yeah. your email. And then, yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> or if you know an expert or if you are an expert yeah. and you want to be on our podcast, let us know. Hit us up. Um, oh. The other thing, what else are we doing in year two? You know, um, we have, um, we're starting about ebooks, right? We're going to have right. some ebooks in year two. Yeah. Did yeah, I tell you this? Probably cool. not. This is just between Jason and myself. Um, we oh. are going to be on Spotify. And I think that's super oh, cool, cool because I listen to Spotify through my Alexa um, in the kitchen. So I think it would be really neat for you to be, for me, for me to just listen to my own podcast while I'm cooking in the kitchen. On Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's um, happening and ebooks are happening and we have tomorrow. Um, well not tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well it won't be tomorrow for people who are listening. That's right. Cause we record this like four days in advance before we drop it. So we're pretty up to date yeah. when we talk about what's going on in our lives. It's really happening like within seven days, but we're going to be doing, um, the clinic, which is the live webinar and that's happening on January 10th. So you can see how delayed yeah. we are when this comes out. And then after January 10th is January 11th. And you know what January 11th is. That's your anniversary. I say that with a yep. question mark. It's and you were celebrating 2021? No, it's the anniversary of our first date oh. and the anniversary of the day we got engaged. And that's the day that we go to Olive Garden and we watch the American president. Okay. Do and you so, get the same thing when you go to Olive Garden? It'll be 96. Garden? be 23 years. 23. All right. Well. Yeah. Cool, man. Have you seen any movie 23 times? Probably Elf. I mean, Elf is just an no. American classic. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. 
All right. Yeah. You can't hate um, me what for else liking is going on? Elf. Um, nothing. I have a loud. I don't hate you for liking Elf. I have a loud puppy. I know you don't have the dog gene, but he's in my home office with me, and I'm just trying to keep him busy chomping on anything other than like my toys or furniture or anything. I yeah um yeah I'm in the throes of being basically like a, a stay at home mommy with this puppy. He's just taken <laughs> consuming my life, but this is what I wanted, so this is what I have. Okay. Yeah. What's new cool. with you? Um, I kind of, I, maybe I have a little bit of the opposite going on because yesterday I put my 16 year old on a plane by herself to go to work in Los Angeles Amazing. by herself. Amazing. So she is down there on her own without mom or dad. Oh my gosh. Um, and yeah, she comes back tomorrow. I guarantee so. she's going to be just fine. She is a, she's What's light that? years beyond 16. I'm sure she's going to be just fine. No, yeah, she's totally fine. That's yeah, she's she met some friends uh, of ours who are taking her to work today, and they're picking her up, and then she's coming home tomorrow. She's awesome. going to hang out and do her thing. But very cool. Her show premieres tonight. <gasps> um, so, yeah. That's so actually, great. if you're if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this after July 9th and before July sixteenth, July um, the show it's called Schooled J- January premieres tonight. Tonight, yeah, January. January, not July. I'm sorry, January. Yeah. Yeah. I always do that. I'm 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 dyslexic. Here's some things I'm dyslexic about. I'm dyslexic about July and January. Mm-hmm. I'm dyslexic about um August and October. Mm-hmm. And I'm dyslexic about Lisa and Jill. Oh, that's a weird one. The Lisa and Jill one I don't I understand. Know. I call Lisa's Jill and I call Jill's Lisa okay. a lot. Cool. Getting to know you. Anyway, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this before January 16th, um, tonight, January 16th, uh, is when Abby premieres on the sitcom. And she is, her character's name is Becky, and she's in on this show called Schooled. So look for her. Cool. That's awesome. Anyway. Anyway, so you had something you really want to talk about that's marriage related, not related to us. Let's dive into that. Yeah. No, I... um. So we've been talking a little bit about this idea of of marriage, right? And how you guys, or how people can improve their marriages, and how two people can get together. And I've been really working on this one question with a couple of clients in particular because they are in relationships that feel a little lopsided to them. Mm. And so I was trying to figure out how do we help people affect their marriage by themselves. Mm-hmm. So we know that a lot of you listen to this probably on your own and right. not with your partner. Yeah. And so this is the episode for you because uh, you don't need your partner to participate at all in what we're about to talk about. So um, I'm just, I'm kind of curious because this is what happens with me is I'll be listening to a podcast and then I will come home and I will say, Hey, did you hear this? Or did you know this? Or what you had mentioned, I think in the last podcast is you will find like a two minute snippet out of a 20 minute podcast that you will share with Rebecca, just so you guys can share some intellectual intimacy to share some ideas on some things, get her input. Um, but I, I'm wondering if our listeners say, Hey, I heard this really interesting thing and I wanted to share it with you. Or if you just kind of take that information in by yourself and you mull it over and you test it out on your relationship, which I'm kind of thinking is probably the latter. I'm thinking that people are probably keeping things to themselves and just trying to affect change all on their own based on a book they're reading, a podcast that they're listening to, a conversation that they had with their individual therapist, whatever it might be. Well, and I would even go one step further, which is that I want to encourage you to keep this a secret. 
just try it Ooh. out and see if it changes just changes your relationship because social I, experiment. I, I like I think, it. I think it's it's more effective um, for you. I think if you if you see results without cluing your partner in mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of a fun way to manipulate your partner um, but for good right um, and so th here's here's an example of what I'm talking about in fact there's a there's a guy that I like um, his name is Eli Finkel he wrote this book called the all or nothing marriage and I've, I've seen a couple of his um, YouTubes and I've read a couple of his articles but he he basically coined this phrase called the marriage hack mm. and he defines a hack as basically something that you can do with little energy that you don't need your partner to do that um, that has a big return on investment. Mm -hmm. So a uh, little bit of effort, a lot of results. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the one of the first things he talks about is this idea of attribution. And I, I don't know if you want to like draw this out, but he basically puts attribution on this quadrant where there's internal and external and temporary and permanent. And so if you think about a quadrant, you get four different combinations, right? You can have plus, 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 minus, minus, whatever. And to simplify it, he basically says, when you observe a negative behavior in your partner, do the work in your own brain of attributing that to a temporary external condition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you see them, when you observe a positive behavior, do the work in your brain of, of attributing that to a, to an internal positive, a uh, permanent, yeah. uh -huh. an internal permanent condition. Mm -hmm. So an example, Laura gets on my case because I'm late a lot, right? <laughs> like, and I just, I sometimes I just don't manage my time very well. And so if I get on the call, and Laura says something like, what the hell's wrong with you? Right. Why are you late? Congratulations all the time? for like, making what's, me what's your wait. Problem? Yeah. Why are you so insensitive? That's, that's her taking a negative behavior and making that an internal permanent condition of it's a, about my character. Right. Versus if in her own brain, if you in your own brain, Laura <laughs> said, Hey, you're late. Is, is everything okay? Like, uh, did you get stuck in traffic or something? Yeah. And making that a temporary external condition. Mm -hmm. She's manipulating me to be less defensive, right? She's right. already conditioned me to say, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to people in Radio Land or whatever instead of to you <laughs> who I'm actually no, talking no, no. to. No, 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 I get it. I get but... it, absolutely. Well, because the whole part of like conditioning you to be less defensive is that what we talk about is this idea of uh, just when, when you're criticizing your partner, you're taking something external and the, and you're internalizing it. So you're taking that negative characteristic or that negative thing that happened and you're making it a permanent internal characteristic of your partner, which will, of course, make them defensive. Because why wouldn't you be defensive if your partner called you lazy or called you stupid or called you whatever awful name that you could criticize your partner for? So, um, yeah. Well, and, and, and it works in the converse, too, because Finkel uses this other example. I mean, he uses a couple examples. He actually uses the the late example, but he uses this example too of um, like if you, if, 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 if you brought me a gift or if my wife brought me a gift home from work, I could, I could attribute that to an internal permanent condition about her, which is to say, Oh man, she's so kind and generous. Like mm -hmm. that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I could also attribute that to a temporary external condition, which would be something like, well, she probably just brought me that because she wanted to regift something she got right. from a friend. Right. Right. Yeah. To take away from her the positive attribute. And again, she might be regifting it because she got it from a friend and she might be just kind of lazy and, and passing on something to me. But if I if I do the work in my own brain mm -hmm. of attributing that to her character, mm -hmm. then I set her up to be generous and kind. And I don't condition her to be defensive or ashamed about the fact that she just got this. We took it all. We brought them to our land. 
An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You know, so Ruby thing that it, she passed. Now, on does Eli Finkel does he say that you should say these characteristics out loud? That you should make these attributions to your partner verbally and out loud, sort of like well, positively I mean, stroking them. Who knows them? what the words are, right? Who knows what the words that come out of your mouth are? I'm just talking about the 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 practice in your own brain, right? Of observing positive behavior and making that about character got it observing negative behavior and making that about circumstance okay even if it is about character because even if it is about character i'm still setting the conversation up for uh repair right i'm still setting the conversation up to work better um so um i'm not even again this has nothing to do with your partner this has a hundred percent to do with your own brain and how you set yourself up or condition them to respond to whatever is going to come out of your mouth yeah, I like it. I really that, like isn't that. that. Isn't that wicked? It's powerful. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, and we, we talk a lot about how your mind is so stinking powerful and how you have the opportunity to choose the lenses in which you look at your relationship through. So if you're waking up in the yeah. morning and you're in a crummy mood and you decide, you know what, this morning, I'm just going to put my shit colored glasses on. I'm going to look at my partner and I'm going to see all their flaws because that's all you're going to see. You were telling me a story about what you do with clients when they walk in your office with your with your postcards. Tell that because that's interesting. I really like yeah. the exercise. Yeah, it basically comes down to this notion that you see what you're looking for. So in my office, I have, I have these two kind of wall hangings and they have uh, about... There's about 15 postcards on there that are quirky postcards that I got. um, And they have all kinds of different weird images on them. And so sometimes I'll just say, hey, look over there and tell me what you see. And so they'll look a little bit and almost invariably they turn back to me and I'll say, what did you see? Mm -hmm. And they'll see the ninja. There's a bear and there's also a handgun. And there's two reasons that they see them, I think. One is that they're pretty distinct. Like those three images are or they stand out on the mm-hmm. thing. So it's kind of cheating. But I think the other thing is all three of those things are threatening, right? We know how to make meaning of a bear or a ninja or a gun. They, they are, they're harmful. And so people, the, in this case, they see the thing that is, is threatening to them. And I think when, and cause that's what they, that's what they're conditioned to see. And so then I'll say, well, look back and what else do you see that could be not threatening or could be, um, you know, kind of lovely and there's right. a there's a priest on there and there's a pink pony and there's a there's a there's a coyote with a big smile and a necklace and um and they will they'll turn back to me and inevitably they'll say i didn't even see that didn't wow. even see those things the yeah. first time yeah and um and it just goes to me to say like again we see we see what we're trained to see right um mm. a really good example and you can do this in your own house tonight is to like even say to your partner or something like Hey, look around the room and spot all of the red things that are in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, just let's just play a game and just see if you can find all the red things. Yeah, and then have them close their eyes and say, "Now tell me where are all the green things in this room?" Mm-hmm. And they won't be able focused, to tell you. Yeah, um, there'll be a ton of green things in the room, but they won't be able to tell you because right. we're 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 looking for what we want to see. Right. And I think if you want to see your partner be gracious and mm-hmm. kind and loving and and attractive and uh, then you'll see that if you're mm-hmm. looking for that, if you want to see them be 
dirty and gross and mean and a bully, then you'll see that. And yeah. Again, that doesn't have anything at all to do with your partner. It has 100% to do with what you do in your own brain. Mm-hmm. So it's a sort of a second second hack, I guess. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. And it's interesting because I, I have this idea of this gratitude practice, which is huge in positive psychology right now. But I have a journal that I keep and it's not even really a journal. It's more of a daily planner where I write down sort of the three things I'm more focused on and some small baby steps I can take and then whatever. It's this, It's called the push journal. And you can get it on Amazon if you're interested in checking that out. And I really enjoy it. They're 30 day, 30 day planner journal things. But one thing that asks me Are you me saying to that do, this podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Amazon.com? <laughs> no, it's sponsored by the, the Push Journal by Shaleen Johnson, oh, which right is on. another cool. uh, Thank podcast. you, Push Journal, for sponsoring. Yeah. But I I, had a, <laughs> hold on, let me, let me finish on, my idea. I want to tell you this one. I, I know. I want to tell you this one thing though. There's there's a guy that I know who has a journal like that, and you know what he calls it? What he calls it his smile file. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I, like, I appreciate you sharing that piece. I actually do, <laughs> but it asked me right, to focus on one thing that I'm grateful for, and I find that it gives me literally one line. And the more uh, every day that I write in this journal, the longer that line gets expanded. I start expanding into other areas. Because I'm looking for it. And my brain has been trained every morning to be thinking about something that I'm grateful for. And I want to make it different. So I'm not just sort of saying the same thing over and over. I'm grateful for this house. I'm grateful for my husband, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm thinking, what else am I grateful for? Well, I'm grateful that I don't have a head cold. I'm grateful that I don't snort and cough all the time. I'm grateful for whatever it might be. But um, I have found that having that gratitude practice is small and there's nobody else in the family that has this gratitude practice. But the way that I look at my family is different. And yesterday my husband called and he said, I'm coming home. And he said, I just have to say, I'm really so very thankful for my family and kind of came out of the blue of him just sort of cherishing verbally, cherishing me and, and our son and the life that we have. And I, and I kind of wondered like, did I have an impact on my husband? Why is he saying this? He's not a very vocal guy. He doesn't verbally express uh, those things very often. So I kind of wondered if maybe I was hacking my marriage in some way just by having this gratitude practice. But I don't know. We'll see. What's another hack you have? You have anything else? You know, one thing that you said that makes that this is, I guess, is this another hack? Maybe is you said something like, "I'm grateful that I don't have a da 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 da." I can I don't. I don't remember what it was. Just that's fine. But I think there's another thing that I think you can do mm. that's pretty easy, which is just to take the things, take your negative mm-hmm. postures and turn them into positive postures. Mm-hmm. So, um, in, in an area that I think I've been paying attention to lately is, you know, I told you we don't drink in January, and you know, I was with somebody the other night, and they said, "Hey, can I get you a drink?" And my 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 brain said, "No, thanks. I'm not drinking." Um, which just felt kind of like, oh, now I have to explain that and what's that about? But what my mouth said was, oh yeah, thanks. I'll have a ginger ale with lime. Yeah. And yeah. it totally changed the, the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a, in a moment when I could have shut down or stopped the momentum or the, the uh, technically literally a buzzkill, right? right? Like now for you a drink. No. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, I'll have a ginger ale. Yeah. And that actually was like, and he was like, great, here you go. Yeah. And so I didn't have to explain anything. I didn't have to defend anything. It just mm-hmm. was, it was kind of back to the thing we were talking about where we start with yes. And so right. when you said, I'm thankful that I don't have a da, 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 I'm not critical of that, but it's like, uh, what would it be like to, to flip it over and go, right. I'm thankful that I do have mm-hmm. da, 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 you know? Right. Absolutely. It's very interesting. We actually had a, a listener that wrote in 
um, yesterday and I just responded to her. So she was, she probably got a response and I didn't even respond to her. So she sent, she said, this is what's going on in my marriage. I need some guidance, some support, some help. And basically, you know, we get this a lot where everyone who sits down on the couch, they run through that, that just like catalog of stuff that's broken, that they're, they're experiencing pain in their relationship. And it's over the last 12 years or 20 years, whatever it might be. And I said, before I respond, I really would love for you to write back and tell me what's going well. Cause I'm really curious what's yeah. working in your relationship. What do you love? What do you appreciate in your partner? What are the characteristics in your partner that you fell in love with and you love every single day? And all I was trying to do is I was getting one side of the picture, but I needed the whole picture. And so yeah. asking her about that is going to help her reshift her thinking. And I get it when people sit down yeah. and they have a story and it's all negative and it's all, this is what's going wrong. That's where your mind's at because you're with the therapist. But that's what we're here to do is to help you to see the full picture and have gratitude and be able to shift your thinking to be able to see the positives. And the more that you shift your, your thinking to see the positives, the more you're going to see them. Um, so, gosh, I really love this idea of marriage hacking. That's, that's a fun concept yeah. for me because I'm lazy. Like I said, I put 80% of, of energy into everything, which means I need a lot of hacks. So if, yeah, if, yeah. if our listeners have any other marriage hacks as they're listening to this, and they're like, ooh, that's a really cool marriage hack that my friend was doing that I have tried, send it to us. Email us at info at forbetter.us. I would love to hear it and I'll share it with yeah, you. Yeah. And I actually, I mean, again, I think to keep it a secret, just try it out for a week, mm -hmm. try it out for one week, any of this stuff and tell us if it works because yeah. um, it is a great way that you can make a difference in your relationship without needing any help yeah. from your partner. And it's kind of like a blind research study if you, if you try some of this stuff. <laughs> Do out. you know what this reminds me of is this whole like blind research study um, is... I don't know, maybe six months ago for you, those of you who have been listening to all of the episodes on this podcast, I might've mentioned my sex study that I did informally, but um, I got together a group of girlfriends who all wanted to increase sex and intimacy in the relationship. And so we got together and we devised a plan of how we were going to secretly have more sex with our husbands and, um, and we, and kind of like hold each other accountable because we were the low desire partners and it was very interesting because the husbands didn't know. And then can you imagine like if you were holding a study and all of a sudden your partner comes <laughs> out of the blue from not wanting sex to having sex like three times a day for the next 30 days. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really fun. We really enjoyed it, but that was my experiment. If you want to hear more about it, yeah. <laughs> email me. I'll tell you more. Hey, um, I wanted to tell you, I also got an email from a listener yesterday um, who was listening to the podcast and she said something about you that I wonder. <laughs> she, do you know who Judy Greer is? No. Oh, wait. Judy Greer is an actress. She's all over TV. If you see her, you will know who she is. But this listener is absolutely convinced that you are Judy Greer <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be Laura Hett because of your voice. I'll so, have to look um, her up. It sounds, I mean, Judy is sort of an older you. generation, right? No, you guys are about the same. Actually, she's older than you. Um, you'll you'll note that quickly. Wow, but, I'm gonna have to um, Google her. But yeah, you're. I would say you're contemporaries in terms of your energy. So oh, that's fun. Well, I will have to see. Why right. didn't she email me and tell me I was Judy Greer? She likes me better. Mm, probably. We all like you better, Zach. All right. Until next time. Happy fifty okay. second. And happy second. Yeah. Happy twenty third. And twenty third. Yeah. Happy 50 and 23rd, and 23rd. Cause I'm going to Olive Garden for the 23rd time in my life. Hey, I'm going to plug something really fast. If those of you are in the sort of Utah area, I have an event that's coming up and it's going to be the day after Valentine's Day. And I bring this up because I just want you to start thinking about Valentine's Day. Um, 
just be thinking about it because just as Zach is celebrating his 23rd anniversary, it's a ritual. It's something special. And I think Valentine's Day, as, as silly as it sounds, I mean, we kind of, everyone has a relationship with Valentine's Day. I just want you to be aware that it's coming up in a month and you could make it really special. You could use that opportunity. But if you're in Salt Lake on February 15th, I'm going to be doing a date night for 500 people. And if you want to come, that would be awesome. Uh, just visit my website and you can find it. Um, so yeah, my website, lauraheckertherapy.com. All right, Zach, we will see each other soon. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this 52nd episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. We are doing a silent uh, special dance in celebration of getting through our first year of the podcast. If you love the podcast, would you share it on social media? We are hoping to reach as many couples as possible or even just individuals who can have a massive impact on making changes in their relationship by hacking their marriage. Um, Also something, if you are in the Salt Lake area around Valentine's Day, I will be hosting an event here in Utah, in Salt Lake City, Utah, on February 15th from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. And we call it Utah Date Night. If you're interested in finding that, go to utahdatenight.com and you can join us for a special Valentine's Date Night. Thanks so much for all of the time and attention that you are putting into your relationship, making it better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.